0: Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washall, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. If you are listening to this show and loving this show, help us out. Spread the word for us. Yeah, that's right. Hit the share button or tell people about it or click a link and share the link or whatever it is. However, you're YouTubing or podcasting or TBNing or <laughs> talk radioing. Let people know where you're listening and tell them to join us. We would love to have them. Also, hit subscribe or follow or whatever is appropriate. And every time you do those kinds of things, it helps the show be uh, automatically pushed forward on the internet to. And on your particular format that you're doing it to other potential viewers, listeners. And uh, we appreciate that because a bunch of folks have joined since the first of the year. Mm -hmm. Our ratings and rankings and all measures are way up. And that means you guys are sharing it. And leave a five-star review, too. Thank you very much. (laughs) All right. Zoo is with us in San Francisco. Hi, Zoo. How are you?
1: Hey, Mr. Fancy. How are you?
0: Great. How can we help?
1: Oh, that's so great to hear. I am calling because I'm so tired of living the life that I'm living and I need your help. So, um, the reason that I'm calling is because I need to know, or we need to know my husband and I need to know how to get my husband on board with the plan and care about our home finances. Mm. um, We got married back in April of 2020, and my husband said that he had income to bring to the marriage. We come to find out he had no money at all to come into the marriage, not even for the honeymoon. He wasn't working? Our marriage. um, Or no savings? But no savings. Okay. Nothing in savings. he,
0: he made a mistake or he lied to you?
1: He straight up lied completely. Wow.
2: To the tune of how much?
1: Um, He said, oh, I have enough money for like six months of expenses. Um, He was moving from Michigan to California at that time. And it was a flat out lie. Flat out, completely, yes.
2: What else has he lied about?
1: Spending. Um, He has borrowed so much money from family members. And so we have our finances together now. But... It's just not, it doesn't seem to be working. Well, because you don't trust him. Been, I I trust him, yes. I mean, why? I give, like, why do I trust him? Because
0: he's my husband. No, that, that no. you don't trust a, I, mean, it's, I have a dog, I had a dog one time that would bite you, and he's my dog, but he would bite you. <laughs> I didn't trust him, Yeah. even though he's my dog. This dog bites. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. So what are, y'all doing yeah. to, what are y'all doing to build your relationship after it started on lies?
1: So we go to church, and we've been getting counseling at church, and every time we meet, like we meet quarterly, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, I'm going to change, but it ha- he has not changed one bit. It's only getting worse. And we've been trying to start your plan since the beginning
0: of the year. You don't, you don't, need, to start, I, you don't need to start our plan.
2: Hey, what's he spending oh. money on? Uh, you, you said that he's he's spending money. He's not telling you about it. What's he spending that money on?
1: He's spending money on GoPros, electronics, cameras,
0: cables. How old is he?
1: He's 27. Okay.
2: So she married a, a child. Yeah. A
0: boy child. That's what, that's
2: what kids do. They do things they know they're not supposed to do. And then when mommy says, what'd you do? They lie about it. And then mommy says, okay, yeah. you're in timeout. And they they, they say, okay, I thought about what I did, and then they go back and do the same thing again.
1: That's exactly, we got it to the point, that's exactly what's going on. Mm, I'm sorry. That's frustrating.
0: I I can't get him on our plan. Our plan is for grown-ups. So you guys have to continue and engage in 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 in-depth counseling for your marriage. You guys, you're in a mess, honey. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, because this this guy does not want to engage anything that requires Mm -hmm. self-discipline, self-control, maturity, the ability to delay pleasure for a greater good. Um, He is about him. Mm -hmm. He's not about you. He's not about your marriage. He's not about your future. He's about him. I can't help someone in that situation. I'd love to, but the best way I can help him is to be mean enough to him that he goes and does something good for himself. And starts to starts to grow up because you know a a man, not a twenty seven year old male, but a man, does not put his personal desires and purchases in a lie ahead of the good of the family and the good of his wife. And that's what you're You're facing. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Me
2: too. I'm so sorry for you.
0: Yeah, I wish, I, I wish I could. I mean. If if I thought I could take you guys, if you guys were both ready to go, but you the work you all need to the time you need to be spending is not on Financial Peace University. You need to be spending time in the marriage counselor's office, and and you know, and if he won't go, your marriage counselor needs to help you decide in your church setting what is at what point is this marriage done? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Because I, I can promise you, it's done if he doesn't change. I don't know whether it's a decade. Or whether it's ten days
2: mm-hmm.
0: or ten months, but it's, uh, but but I've worked doing what I'm doing, and I and I know that I don't believe in divorce. I don't, I don't. I'm not telling you to get a divorce. I'm not doing any of that. But I've worked with couples long enough to know the lady in your situation will hold her breath for some period of time, and when the when the volcano finally goes off, there's no putting the lava back in.
2: I know that's right.
0: It's over. The switch is flipped and we be done. Mm-hmm. And no amount of spiritual shaming or anything else will undo that.
2: I know, that's right.
0: So uh, please, 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 the two of you, for the good of your future, mm-hmm. for the good of each other, spend time on uh, getting in a good, solid, winning relationship where you're uh, serving each other, not being self. Ish being selfless and that's, you know, the and, and immature and so all, all of these things. It's so, it's so hard. So hard. Wow. I'm so sorry. So, guys, um, disclosing a hundred percent in truth of who you are about money and exactly what the dollars and cents are, mm-hmm. how much is in savings, how much is in retirement, how much you make. Um, really early in the dating process is uh, is, is a valid thing. It's a, because so. it Jesus said your treasure's where your heart is. So how you handle money and where the money goes speaks about who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. It's a description of your value. It is. And your values, rather. Mm-hmm. And so uh, y- young ladies demand that of these young males to see if they're men. Young men demand that of these young females to see if they're grown women. Instead of little princesses, because you don't, you don't want any, you don't want this, guys. It's not fun. It's not fun. Oh, it's so sad. This is the Ramsey Show.
3: Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries (CHM) allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the health care provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your health care provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org budget. That's chministries.org budget.
0: Thank you for joining us, America. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, Paying off debt is smart. Saving and investing is smart. But there's another key to winning with money, and that is the defense side. That's called protecting your finances. That's called insurance. There are 10 kinds of insurance coverage you might need, and no more. That's all. You don't need all this gimmick stuff and all these. I need I need insurance for my chihuahua's toenails. Oh, my God, you people. It's unbelievable what you get insurance on. No, there's 10 kinds of basic insurance you need. You need to self-insure with your emergency fund through everything else. We're going to help you do that with a coverage checkup. To show you which types you need to add, drop, or adjust. We'll even rank your coverage list by importance, email it to you, and connect you with a Ramsey Trusted Insurance Provider that will shop a bazillion different companies and get you the best price on each type that you do need. Go to Ramseysolutions.com slash checkup. Ramseysolutions.com slash checkup. Becky is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Becky. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
3: Hi, Dave. Hi, Jay. Thank you both so much for taking my call this afternoon.
0: Sure. What's up?
3: So I am working on the baby steps. I have completed baby step one and I'm working off all of my debt. Um, but I had a question. I feel like my car is quite possibly on its last leg. So I am wondering if I should increase my emergency fund to help to potentially cover any major repairs or possibly needing to buy kind of another reliable A to B outright
1: without I would,
3: a new I, note.
2: I would start putting money aside like a sinking fund if I knew that a car repair was up
0: and coming. So wh- wh- why do you think that?
3: Um. So a... A whole slew of reasons. Um, It's a 2009 Camry, which obviously Camrys are very reliable, Mm -hmm. but we are inching close to 250,000 miles. I know for a fact, based on um, previous repair experiences that I've had, that there's an oil valve gasket leak. Um, The idle is starting to get really, really rough. The exhaust doesn't sound good. Um, So, I mean, a, a whole slew of things that are indicating that it may potentially go and Maybe within the next six months to a year, and I want to make sure that I'm prepared to take care of anything I need to take care of, while also not neglecting the fact that I'm trying to work off debt.
0: What's your household income?
3: Um, personally, I make about. I,
0: I, I didn't ask personally. I said, "You, you are you the only income?".
3: Um, I have a roommate.
0: Okay, well, then so. you, that, that's not a household. I mean, you're if you're not married, it's you.
3: Okay. So, okay, so you um, you have an he... income of what? Uh, Fifty-seven five with potential for bonuses. And, um, and your debt is what? Um, I've got about fifty thousand dollars left. On what? Uh, Forty is student loans, and ten is a personal loan that I have mapped out. That if I pay as much as I possibly can, I could get rid of it by December.
0: Good. Oh, very good. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Thank you. You're driving a two thousand dollar, one thousand dollar car. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And you got a one thousand dollar emergency fund.
3: Um, there's 1500 in it now because I did kind of start building a sinking fund, but I wanted to make sure that that was the right direction to take this.
0: Okay. I know I do not violate the baby steps. Okay. What I do, what we do from time to time is, is say, look at a situation and say, there's an emergency. If there's an emergency, you have to stop everything and cover the emergency. All right. Now, Obviously, you don't make enough money to buy a car on one month's income if you uh, did this. So, no, I'm not going to do a sinking fund for a car. I disagree with Jade while I'm working on the baby steps. Uh, If we're going to declare the car dying, gasping, it has a death rattle, which is what you're declaring it, then we might say we're going to stop everything. So you're going storm mode. And say, yeah, and, and say, okay, for two months, we're going to pile up and let's go get, let's sell this $1,500 car, put 2000 with it, and get a three times better car for twice the money, right? Okay. And then restart. Because I think you could get $2,000 together in about a month, couldn't you?
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and if you took the $2,000 plus your car, you get a $3,500 car, give or take. And that would be a lot better okay. car than the one you got, probably. Yeah, I
3: would definitely do my research and make sure anything that I was buying outright yeah, was. Yeah,
0: I can tell you actually have a clue about this, which is very good. That puts you ahead of the curve. So, yeah, I, I might do that. And, and then when I say that, I'm making you stop your dead snowball for a minute. You kind of went gulp because you're on it. And stopping that dead snowball doesn't sound fun and that makes no. you analyze how serious you are about whether the, you think this car is really going to break or not.
3: Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm very much a plan a b c d z person.
0: So. Yeah, you're you're running a flow chart. I heard it. Yeah. If this then that. Yeah. And uh, that's good. It's good. It's a good decision-making paradigm that you're using. Your your decision-making skills are excellent. So, I'm okay with a full stop and upgrading car. I'm okay driving the car for 60 more days, and let's see how we're doing. Staying dead on the debt snowball, no additional savings. And if it's scaring you even more, full stop. Because I think if you'll give yourself 30 days' worth of notice before a car dies, you can have your other car. We obviously don't want it to die in the middle of it, okay? And then the other question that comes to mind is, does it just simply need a tune-up?
3: Yeah, that's that's also on my radar. Um, of the things that have been evaluated thus far, I would probably be looking at between five and six hundred dollars. That's so a budget I, item.
0: A car exactly, repair is a budget yeah. item.
3: Exactly. Yeah,
0: so that would you know, uh, I I might tune it up. Now I'm not going to spend three thousand dollars on a fifteen hundred dollar car. hmm But if I can spend two or three hundred bucks and get rid of the the uh, the coughing and the sputtering. And, you know, whether it's cleaning the fuel injectors or whatever they're doing and get the thing running right again, and that buys me enough time to finish off the student loan debt, boy, that would have been a good move, right? But if I do that and I find out, hey, I really got to get rid of this thing, it's going to die, then we push full stop and go get out. Let's go get your car and then push full go. I don't really want to play both sides at the same time. You follow me?
3: Yeah, not at the same time. I've I've got to be able to come up with a plan of attack based on yeah. either stop what exactly and get the car
0: happening. or wait a little bit and then stop and get the car, and in the meantime tune it up and see if it works. That's probably my plan. I'm probably going to take a run at the tune up and then revisit this decision ninety days from now. And if that I'm, is
3: a plan I can work with,
0: yeah. If I'm still really scared, then I'm going to push full stop, go get a car, and then push full start and get out of debt. Because you're not going and buying a twenty five thousand dollars car. I mean, you're being you're being everything you're giving us is very wise. Your level of common sense is excellent. You mm-hmm. really are on it, girl. I'm proud of you.
3: Oh, thank you so much.
0: So I think she's winning, don't you?
2: Look, she's living with roommates. She's doing what she got to do to get out of this debt.
0: Yeah, driving a junkie butt car. Mm-hmm. I mean, making two thousand
2: dollars car. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, like she said, Camrys are good cars, but they die too.
2: Yeah, that's true. Two hundred fifty thousand is a.
0: Wow. Oh, nice. Okay, so cars are this. Like she, she mentioned A to B.
2: Mm-hmm. See, somebody
0: has taught her so well. Yeah,
2: she's smart. That was, that
0: was not our phrase. Yeah, but that's yeah. exact. This is a car is an A to B thing. Everything above the transportation that gets you from A to B is a luxury. Luxuries are not evil.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I drive a really nice, expensive car. It's a luxury, though. It, it's ridiculous and. Uh, and, and but the actual transportation function is A to B, and every one of us can do that for five grand.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: very reliable, Tr- and air conditioner works. Yeah, and get from A to B.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything above that is luxury, and that's okay. But I need a new car when you're driving a fifteen thousand dollar car, is not a factual statement. I want. A nicer car is an okay statement, and it's factual. Mm -hmm. But don't talk yourself into needs when they're not needs. Call them what they are, their wants. Her case, we're dealing with need. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washall Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Nate is with us in Pennsylvania. Hi, Nate. Welcome to The Ramsey Show.
4: Hey, Dave, how's it going?
0: Better than I deserve. What's up?
4: Hey, I have a question for you. Uh, kind of feels like a little bit of a dilemma that I've been feeling uneasy about. Um, let me start off. I'm in baby step number one. Uh, just working to save a $1,000 right now. Um, I have $32,000 in debt. Uh, I have a $15,000 uh, car loan that I'm actually trying to sell this week. It's worth nineteen private value. Um, so hopefully that will work out for me there. My other dilemma here is that, um, I had agreed to this vacation with my girlfriend that her parents got for us to go to Key West and she's like, all you got to do is pay us $600. My mom paid for, got us the tickets already. And I'm just feeling really uneasy about that being that I'm on beans and rice right now and I don't want to do anything like that. I also don't want to disappoint anybody or hurt
0: anyone's feelings. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Tell me the trip again. Walk me through they that want again. To go to, Her parents they want bought to go to you guys flight, a trip.
2: But not fully. Yes.
0: Wait a minute. So, yeah, exactly. So they they announced to you that they're giving you the gift of a trip, but you have to pay for it?
4: Correct, for the flight.
0: Oh, for the flight. But when they announced yes. that they were giving you the trip, did they announce that you were going to pay for the flight?
4: Yes, this was something that I was aware of. But now, moving forward and being that I've just started the baby steps, I'm like, this is something I'm not comfortable with doing now. And I feel like I'm kind of locked into it.
0: Did, have the tickets, tickets been purchased?
4: It? What do I do?
0: <laughs> have the tickets What's been that? purchased? Yes. They purchased them, and they're asking you to re, uh, reimburse them. Yes. And they purchased them after you agreed to this? Yes, I did agree to it. (laughs) And then they went and bought the tickets? Yes, and now I'm feeling uneasy about it. Tuffy, Tuffy, you bought a ticket. uh,
2: Stupid tax.
0: I'm sorry, say
4: that again? I said,
0: that's tough. You told them to go buy you a ticket, and they went and bought you a ticket. You owe for the ticket. You're going. Yep. Yeah. Sorry if you regret it, but, yeah, you you, you, you promise these people you're going to pay them. Let me tell you what, yeah, you're dating my eat. daughter and you tell me you're going to do something and then you don't do it. That's a problem. <laughs> I don't want to mess with that problem, yeah, Dave. Right. Yeah. You. I mean, you gave your word. Now, if they sprung this on you and then, then expected you to pay for the ticket, well, that's them violating a boundary. But they made a proposal. They said, hey, we'll go on a trip. We'll yeah. pay for everything but the airline. You pick up your own airline and you said, I'm in.
2: Yeah. But now you have, you have buyer's remorse is really what it is trickles down to yeah that's kind of where i'm at i,
0: guess, I suppose. Yeah. yeah i'm sorry nate you bought an airline ticket you need to pay for it now, you need to go on the trip and smile
4: can i ask you one more quick question are you
0: going to do that
2: yeah you can't you can't be You're a butthead do on do the that. trip because you have to pay I said, for are it. you
0: going to go on the trip and pay them for the ticket
2: no i'm gonna have to yeah
0: yeah okay <laughs> good all right and be nice because this is what you future, signed up for uh, the trip you signed up for it, it. They did not do yep. something to you. You did something to you. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, all right. Now go ahead. I'm sorry. Your second question is what?
4: Just real quick. Now, being that I'm in baby step number one and get ready to sell my car, I have thirty-two thousand in debt, and I'm uh, looking to get that down to I owe fifteen on it, so I'm looking to get that down to about 17000 about seventeen thousand, roughly. Mm-hmm. What? Are, I'm I'm bringing in forty-five a year. What is what is going to be my timeline for getting out of debt?
0: How many hours a week are you working now?
4: 40 a week.
0: Okay. Well, you're going to double that.
4: That's the, double up on that. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Get,
0: get your income up another 30, and you'll be out of debt in a year.
2: The faster, the, the, okay. the more income, the more you have thrown at this debt, the faster it's going to eliminate.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you're, having, you're, you're selling your car for this goal. Now, go give some of your hours give some blood mm-hmm. to this goal right I know that's and right. some blood sweat and in tears
4: and in, in regards to getting an a to, a to b car can i go ahead and get that or
2: yeah do pay,
0: cash pay cash for it
2: yeah. yeah when you sell this other car you said you're you gotta gonna have get...
0: transportation right
2: i should have three or four thousand dollars i do drive
0: that's a right.
4: company vehicle oh, oh do, then do you, you don't ha- need it.
0: have to have an, do, can you use the company vehicle to go to the grocery store legally yes so why do you have to have another car
4: I guess it's not completely necessary.
0: Not today. No, it's it's I mean no. you you have transportation you're allowed the company allows you to drive to church in the company car or to go to the grocery store in the company car personal use, reasonable yep. personal use. Yep. Then then drive the company car. Mhm. And later okay. on when you get out of debt if you want to pile up a money and get you a five thousand, ten thousand dollar car to sit in the driveway, that's fine. But this car sits in the driveway. This is a very expensive luxury. It sure is. Yeah, I'm already throwing it away. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm. Yep. Hey, All right. listen. I'm I, I, here, let me tell you the way my mind works in this. Okay, I don't want to work eighty hour weeks any longer than I have to. Mm-hmm. So if I'm you, mm-hmm. I'm trading that three or four thousand dollars to shorten the number of weeks I have to work my tail end off to get the debt paid off. Okay. That's what I'm doing. That's how my mind went when we said, do we buy another car or do we throw this three or four at it? So, uh, hey, I I sense that you're in a really key moment in your life that a whole bunch of things are changing for you at once in a good way. There's a lot of growing up going on. There's a lot of stepping into responsibility going on. Uh, You're asking ethical questions. Lots of good things happening with you right now. I want you to continue to lean into all of this and don't pull back from it because you may feel the fire a little bit on some of this time. This time of transformation for you, you may feel some heat at some point. Lean into the heat. Don't back up from it because I think God's got some really cool things for you coming, Nate. I love that. Don't you? I believe it. There's a whole bunch of different points in that story. Yeah,
2: you can the, tell that his priorities his priorities are shifting. He's starting to put a lot more thought into the decisions that he's making. I think and, he's
0: about to buy her a ring.
2: Hey, hey, just make sure she's on board with the plan.
0: I'm, but I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I think, I think, and I think that made him get real serious about ethics. Mm-hmm. Get not only with her parents, but with everybody. Get real serious about getting this mess cleaned mm-hmm. up. That'll I'm Putting the house on the market. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm so serious. I'm going to call Dave and Jade and let them beat me up if i have to. Let's yeah. go get it done, you know? Yeah. And that that was he's in a cool place. I like this guy. Good for him. Yeah. Don't you?
2: I do. All I right. do.
0: Our question of the day comes from Neighborly, your hub for home services. Don't wait until the AC or something else goes out. Neighborly helps you find local providers like Air Service, Mr. Appliance and Dryer Vent Wizard. Go to neighborly.com today.
2: All right. Today's question comes from Katie in Atlanta. What changes do you think you'd make to the baby steps for those without kids? I have no heirs to leave anything to and no reason to save for college. I need enough pay for senior care since I won't have children to help me. But if I die with millions in the bank, it seems like a fail. It's a really good question and a unique question. When I think about the baby steps, I mean, obviously, if you don't have kids, you can just simply omit baby step five. I mean, that's easy. I do think that everybody needs a will because Mm -hmm. you should determine what happens with your things
0: and with your stuff. You don't want the
2: government... To decide that, you know, state or, you know, local officials to decide that. And then I'm looking at...
0: A pile of wealth at the end of your life is not a waste.
2: It's not a waste. It
0: was, it gave you insurance that you had a quality exit. Yeah. That you had a quality people around you. And there's something you're completely leaving out, Katie, and that's the joy of generosity. I was
2: just going to say, I was just getting to that. You don't have to the whole point of gathering is to be able to give it's the live and give like no one else it's not just the live it's just it's not just the living part yep so give like no one else uh and this next part of the question i feel like answers itself i need enough to pay for senior care since i won't have children well we do recommend getting long-term care at the right point but she might not even need it you
0: got five million dollars yeah she may not need it start writing checks to nursing homes and then and, and, you know, you say the last chapter of my life, I'm going to spend going yeah. around and finding somebody that's hungry and feeding them. I'm going to spend yeah. some time making sure a kid has some shoes. I'm going to spend some. And you can you can go through some serious. You would have the that'd be the best years of your life.
2: Well, and she might end up with a dude. She might end up with a husband. We don't know.
0: Might change the whole thing. You know, we don't know Katie's story.
2: Yeah, we don't know how old she is, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep just walk the baby steps as they are. Omit what, omit what you don't need. And there you you, go. Do, you do need a will.
0: There you go. This is the Ramsey show. Our scripture of the day, 1 Corinthians 15:58. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Ken Blanchard said, there's a difference between interest and commitment. When you're interested in doing something, you do it only when it's convenient. When you're committed to do something, you accept no excuses, only results. Yeah, just step up there, Big Ken. That's it. I like it. Shanna is with us in Fort Worth, Texas. Hi, Shanna. How are you?
5: Hi, Dave and Jade. Uh, My question is uh, how to help my kids with their finances. They're pretty good about listening to us, but... I need your advice on helping to advise them on how to be wise with their money and maybe the best place to put it. How old are they? I have uh, my daughter is a jun- going to be a junior in high school, and my son is going to be a junior in college. And okay. um, my daughter paid for half of her car, and we paid the other half, so it's uh, paid off. Mm-hmm. And then she has twenty thousand dollars in her checking account.
0: Okay, wow. both and of them are depend- my- both of them are dependent on you.
5: Um, pretty much my, um, pretty much the junior in college is too. Yeah. Yeah, You're paying for it. Yes. Yeah. That's Um, called
0: dependent. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um, he also has a paid for vehicle and 27,000 in his checking, Mm -hmm. but he also has, um, 250,000 in a custodial account that he didn't use for college because he has a full ride academic scholarship.
0: Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wonderful.
5: Okay. And my daughter will have that too, but she'll go ahead and tell you that she's not, uh, she's probably not going to get a full academic scholarship. So she's just mm-hmm. she'll trying to go ahead and s- think ahead what to do too. Yes.
0: Okay. All right. So she's got a $250,000 custodial account as well. Correct. Okay. All right. Good.
2: Very good. Mom and dad.
0: Well done. All right. Thank you. Um, well, there's two sets of things going on. N- number one, Anything that you do while you're on my payroll, I get to decide if I Mm -hmm. have to. If I have to, I'm going to start with persuasion and teaching wisdom and hopefully just talk you into doing the right thing. Uh, But you're not going to do stupid while I fund the other parts of your life Mm -hmm. because I am not confused about who the parent is. Okay, so as long as, you're, as long as I'm supporting you, I hold the ultimate control, the trump card. I don't want to use it with kids that old. I want, them, I want to lead them with persuasion and facts into good decisions. So that's with current decisions. For instance, uh, these kids sound like they're very level-headed. It sounds like you guys have done a great job with them, but I'll just give you a weird one. Let's say your uh, son who's in college— uh, decides he's going to go buy a seventy thousand uh, dollar car. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Right. Okay, we're not going to do that. If you do that, then you're off the payroll and you're one hundred percent on your own. Mm-hmm. And we will love you, but you, we you will be our stupid child that we love. Mm-hmm. But we're not fun. We're not funding squat. And, you know, we're not going to, you know, or he decides he's going to go join a cult or whatever. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I I, I am not without (laughs) controlling my ability to continue to put money in this situation. I will stop putting money in this situation. The junior in high school at home, I'm in complete control. Mm -hmm. They don't have rights except to not be abused.
2: And Shanna, so much of what they learn going forward as they become adults f- about money is going to be from you. No,
0: you already have. Yeah, you've you done know, a great job. They're,
2: they're looking at how you yeah. spend money. Do you spend more than you can afford? How do you guys speak about money in the household? How do you guys decide if a purchase is wise or not? They're ta- They're soaking all that up like sponges.
0: But once I've laid that hardcore foundation under my decision-making paradigm, I'll never use it, I hope that I was talking about. So I'm not suggesting you come in with an iron fist or something. I'm not at all. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to start the persuasion on the day to day, the future of what the kid does with $250,000 when he is, has graduated from college with no debt and has by then 40 or $50,000 in his savings account. He's obviously a great kid, but if he decides to do something stupid and he's 24 years old, you have zero power,
4: Mm. Mm-hmm. over
0: future decisions your only power you have there is persuasion
2: yeah i feel like that's the hardest part is it's sitting the hardest back part of and parenting. letting people it's the hardest just sca- their- stage
0: of parenting when your kids are when you have quote grown kids which yeah. is an oxymoron but yeah but yeah you're, you're when the when the children you have sire to become adults yeah. yes and so yeah it's and then they get to do what they want to do even if you don't agree with it now i'm blessed in that our our, our three have never done anything bizarre mm-hmm. outside of our belief system uh that i had to really bite my tongue on but i i don't get to tell them how to parent their children they parent their children yeah now, and and i honestly in my case i don't even get to advise
2: not unless they ask
0: unless they ask
2: yeah my parents and i can are, my set up a situation
0: where they ask mm-hmm. i can ask a lot of questions until they ask
2: i've
0: and i've had a couple of them in different mm-hmm. things they were doing investments on things and they would say hey Dad, would you sit down and be Dave Ramsey and help us mm-hmm. with this? I, I would be more than honored.
2: Yeah, that's great. Thank
0: you. That's a that's a huge honor. But I can't go in there and answer questions that aren't being asked. Right. And that's the hardest one. So at that point, the one of the things that's helped me, Shanna, Shanna, in that situation is I have. So for the future decisions, that they're all in that bucket. Mm-hmm. Their decisions as adults, they're all in that bucket. I uh, pretend like they're my best friends' kids that's good mm-hmm. because you, you can't use separation. your dad voice on your best friend's kids right. you can only use influence and it helps me step back and go i'm not in control so i can't use my dad voice i can i can use it but it won't work because they just sure. laugh it off they go ha, 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 he thinks he's in control he's <laughs> not anymore <laughs> <laughs> true that <laughs> you know so, so shanna my
5: uh, my son did um he's during he turned eighteen during COVID and got interested in investing a little bit, so he started um, investing in a Roth and a Fidelity money market. Good. Uh, so he's got about thirty six hundred in his Roth yeah. and a little over eight thousand in the money market. So wow. um, what's your plan
2: for the? What's your plan for these these custodial accounts that are going to have substantial funds left in them?
0: I am not sure them.
5: yet. It's just more for and. And I guess my son can already go ahead and get to his if the whole, he the whole wants thing. To.
0: Yep. Yeah. Wow, it's his. Um, and once he's twenty-one, yeah. it's his. Yeah. And actually, he'll be
5: twenty-one in July. No, yeah, so.
0: it's, it's his. It's his that day. Um, so, and you know, the great news is is that you don't have any big worries because these kids both are, seem very, very level-headed and very smart. They're not. They're not doing wild and crazy stuff, and that means that you've been working on these values. That they're carrying for many years so great job Mm -hmm. in parenting and uh but be prepared for little things as they are out from under your control that you don't agree with but aren't the end of the world and um have the good sense to swallow and just smile and um love them right where they are and they may be they may be doing something smarter than you they might be doing something dumber than you but you don't control it your only control your only input is influence at that point. And as far as teaching them and guiding them, I always teach young kids, little kids, all the way up through uh, 90 years old, all of us kids, there's three things you could do with money. Give it, save it, and invest it, and enjoy it. And you should always be doing all three. And uh, when in doubt, hard work is an awesome antidote to most problems. And if you can remember those three or four things, you are on your way. If you're four years old or you're 94, you True can get God. through a whole lot of stuff. If you're generous, you're continually investing, and um, a- and you're having some fun with it. Yep. So just be doing all of that and give them the, uh, the rope length to do all of those things. Mm-hmm. Good show today, Jade. Mm-hmm. Well done. Fun fun stuff well done well done emily ben james zach andrew in the booth excellent job in there guys that puts us our in the books we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace christ jesus
2: As it's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey baby steps, go to ramseysolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's ramseysolutions.com and click Get Started.